You're now listening to PopcoNet, the only cult of pop culture. Yo, what is up, people? Welcome back to the pod, and happy Halloween. And I hope you guys are enjoying your day by dressing up, trick-or-treating, eating candy, watching Halloween movies, all that fun stuff that comes with Halloween. Today is my favorite holiday, and I hope you guys are enjoying yourselves. And today I have a really fun episode. Today I was joined by Maddie Larson from the Holoholics and I'm his podcast. And today we talked about one of the most talked-about movies of the year, Robert Eager's The Lighthouse. What's a timberman want with being a wiki? Just looking to earn a living. It's like any man. Starting new. On the run. Keeping secrets, are you? No, sir. Why just spill your beans? Boom. And we're live. Today, I'm joined by Maddie Larson from the Holoholics Anonymous podcast. And how are we doing today, Maddie? Pretty good. Can't complain. How about you? I'm doing pretty good. You're like my go-to whenever Halloween comes <laughs> around. Because I looked at my last few episodes, and we did a Halloween special last, last year. So that's pretty dope that you came back. <laughs> <laughs> you got any plans for Halloween? Um, I'm going to visit my mother, and we're going to a haunted house. Oh, sweet. Have you been to this haunted yeah. house before? I have not. It's also my grandmother's birthday, so... Oh, that's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. So her birthday is on Halloween. Yeah, and it's really funny because she's like Pentecostal. Where's the haunted house at? Uh, somewhere around like Temple or Colleen. Uh, just like around, it's like an hour off from like Austin. Okay. Are you dressing up? Uh, probably not. I dressed up on Saturday at work though as Super Mario Maria. <laughs> Super Mario Maria? Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. I'm being lame. I have to work tomorrow. So unfortunately, I cannot dress up. But uh, I will be celebrating by watching a lot of horror movies tonight. I watched The Shining last night. And today, I'll probably last watch night? another one. I'm not sure yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, speaking of horror movies, uh, today on this pod, we're talking about The Lighthouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, The Lighthouse. <laughs> so this is directed by Robert Eagers. This is the second film. His first film is The Witch, which is a film that was very challenging for me. Um, it took me uh, a couple of watches to grasp everything that happened, but I grew to love it. I actually like this director and I'm looking forward to the rest of his, uh, his films. Um, the lighthouse stars, Robert Pattinson and William Dafoe and uh, mysterious mermaid. <laughs> but, uh, me and Maddie were really stoked about going to see this movie. We talked about it a couple of times throughout the year. And what were your expectations going into seeing it, Maddie? Uh, well, you know, I saw the trailers and I heard that they used actual like old camera equipment, vintage stuff. And I thought, oh, man, this is going to be like a true to form, wonderful tribute, an homage to like classic Rebecca style drama, you know? Um, a lot of the trailers at first, um, the look of it was so intriguing. It looked, it looked just like you said, like those old classic horror films. And the mm-hmm. aspect ratio was very interesting to see in a theater. That's my first time seeing a, a movie like that with that aspect ratio. And uh, it really felt like one of those old-timey films. Um, mm-hmm. It did, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, every shot was beautiful. Like, it felt like this was like mm-hmm. a lookbook. Like, a, like so a photographer just put a bunch of photos together and just started flipping the pages. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, um, after seeing it, um, what's your non-spoiler thoughts about it? 
Well, it's interesting you make that point about it being beautiful because there's this uh, sequence in which Willem Dafoe is giving one of his many speeches <laughs> and it, the way the lighting on his face when he's in shadow, do you know which segment I'm talking about? Yes. It looks like a painting. It's fantastic. Like the movie looks incredible. Yes, incredible. And <laughs> it was very uh, haunting at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You're like lost the whole time. And I was kind of like lost while I was watching this, but I, guess, I think that's the, the feel of the film. It kind of makes you feel like you're stranded yeah. um, on this island with this lighthouse as well. But it was just surprisingly funny. A lot of farts in this film. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a very different story, but in some ways it reminded me of this other movie uh, called Sense like a C E N T S about a man who has the most incredible sense of smell that anyone has ever had. And he creates these perfumes just by sense of smell alone. And it did that film kind of when I was done watching, it made me feel the same as this movie where I was like, did I really love that? Or did I really hate it? Yeah. I came up with the same feeling as well. Like, Throughout the movie, I kept asking myself, am I enjoying this? And then, like, something <laughs> yeah. happened, and I'm, like, back in. And then mm-hmm. there'd be, like, certain parts I'll check out again. And I would say this movie isn't for everybody. Um, I went with my girlfriend. I don't think she enjoyed it at all. <laughs> the first thing she said when we walked out was, like, that was weird. <laughs> and I was, like, yeah, that was very weird. But um, I always could tell her that I like a film once I go online and I start seeing, like, what actually happened. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't like doing that because it's, like, extra work after the film. But, oh no, I love it. Yeah, I, I love doing stuff. Live like that. on the IMDb forums. <laughs> yeah, like I'm looking at the lighthouse explained um, <laughs> theories behind it, like, and that shows you how much you really like the movie. Because if you didn't like it at all, you wouldn't take the extra effort to do your mm-hmm. homework. And I'm excited for my second watch for sure. I have to go back yeah. and see this again, or wait till it hits streaming services somewhere. But um, all in all, um, I really liked it. Um, I think Robert Pattinson finally is starting to pull away from the whole Twilight uh, yeah. stigma that he has on his career because he acted his ass off in this film, as well as William Dafoe. They put up some really, really good uh, performances. What do you think about the two actors? I was thinking, is this Willem Dafoe passing down his weird movie torch to the next generation? <laughs> <laughs> it felt like it was, right? Yeah, it did. Oh, God. Um, I think the performances... It is so difficult to have such a small cast in a film and have everything engaging, you know? Mm-hmm. It's hard to really focus a story in and have it concise and entertaining and interesting. And one thing you can say about this movie, love it or hate it, is that it's always interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's very interesting. Um, So mm-hmm. much to find out with this film and... Um, I will say, if you haven't seen this film yet, you might want to brush up on a little bit of uh, Greek mythology before you go into this, yeah. oh, because yeah. that will help out a lot. I'm not trying to spoil it for you guys, but we will get into spoilers eventually, but we're just giving you guys a few non-spoiler thoughts right now. And uh, if Don't you're, take a kid to see it. Yeah, if you're taking a kid to go <laughs> see it, there's going to be loss, and maybe they like want to play on your phone the whole time during the movie or something like that, but... Yeah, um, a lot of stuff about Greek mythology in here, um, a lot of symbolism, um, very intriguing. Um, and like me and Maddie said, if you look at the IMDb for the actors, it's listed only three people. So for them to be able to do this in a small set piece, like I think it was only like two or three set pieces and yeah. two a or three In a feature-length movie. 
So that's pretty impressive. Robert Eggers is on his way to the greatness. And um, I wouldn't say this is a horror movie. That was my mistake going into this movie. I was thinking that it's going to be a horror movie. And I'm like, oh, this isn't really scary. But it wasn't meant to be scary. That was just me. You well, know, not scary in the traditional horror sense, no. Yeah, it's it's maddening for sure. It's it's mm-hmm. freaking haunting, like I said before. But it's not like supernatural, or mm-hmm. uh, like somebody trying to you know do some kind of uh, sorcery or anything like that. But yeah. um, with that being said, uh, we're gonna hop into our spoiler segment of the show. And uh, if you guys haven't seen a movie yet, please come back and check out the pod. But if you have, stick around. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, Maddie. Our first question, I, I just get to it. What the hell did we just watch? <laughs> oh, my God. You know, I immediately think I got I, I got it, like, right at the end. I'm like, okay, so Robert Pattinson is a narcissist, and he's gas— Not Robert Pattinson, sorry. Willem Dafoe was a narcissist, and he was gaslighting Robert Pattinson to keep himself entertained throughout most of the movie. He, The last guy probably didn't kill himself, and he maybe even put that mermaid statuette in the guy's bed to mess with him. Uh, also, I think the reason that everything started really going off the rails is because not only were they starving and drinking, uh, but when they ran out of alcohol, they were drinking kerosene. That would drive <laughs> anyone insane. Yeah. And I, um, during my research, I, uh, read that they were like inhaling something as well. So mm-hmm. they were just getting fucked up the entire time, which explains yeah. why they lost track of time. So yeah. they could have honestly been on the island for months. And, uh, yeah, it was just entertaining to watch these two guys just get sick of each other (laughs) in a matter of no time. And another thing I was thinking about that is, you know how in the beginning he was very stubborn about not wanting to drink alcohol, right? Yeah. I think he was drunk when he accidentally killed his foreman. And I think that's why he had given up drinking. Oh, that is a good idea. Yeah. So it wasn't about being, feeling like his anger had gotten the better of him. It was the guilt over that sort of irresponsible behavior. Mm-hmm. And uh, at like during the non-spoiler part, I mentioned uh, about Greek mythology. Did you follow any of that during the movie? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Wow. Like I was completely lost by that. And um, once I found it out, I'm like, oh, because every time I watch a movie now, I'm always looking for a deeper meaning or a deeper. Mm-hmm. Uh, symbolism within the movie and I could definitely tell that something was here but I am not familiar with uh, Mm -hmm. Greek mythology but if you guys don't know um, Wake who is William Defoe's character is supposed to be Prometheus Prometheus no no he's not Prometheus he's uh, Robert Pattinson is supposed to be Prometheus yeah and Wake is Proteus right it's Proteus and Prometheus so Proteus is the son of Poseidon uh, the sea god and mm-hmm. Wilson, uh, Robert Pattinson's uh, character is Prometheus, uh, and he uh goes against the wishes of the Olympian gods and steals fire from Mount Olympus. And mm-hmm. his punishment for doing this is being chained to a rock every day, and an eagle returns every day to eat his liver. Mm-hmm. So, like, knowing that going into the movie would have definitely helped <laughs> and probably made for a better watch for me. But uh, yeah, it was just to see him, uh, you know, like insert this Greek mythology into this film was very impressive. What do you think about that? I, I thought it was cool, too. I also thought that uh, these stories that he was reading day in and day out to uh, Wilson's character uh, were coloring the delusions they were both having. And that's why in his final moments when he was dying, he saw himself sort of as Prometheus on that rock being eaten. 
I don't ah. think he was actually on that rock. I think it was just all of those fairy tales that got to him. And my first clue to that is from the very beginning of the story when the other guy's talking about the mermaid, and then he has a dream about a mermaid, you know? Yeah, like William Defoe's constantly putting these thoughts in his head, yeah. even like with Lure about don't kill the seagulls or, you know, something mm-hmm. bad is going to happen to you. And um, him giving these biblical, like, monologues were very telling. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. he felt like a sea god. Like, oh, da, 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 da. I can't mm-hmm. really you know, pull a good William Defoe off, but you know, like how he's doing these <laughs> epic monologues. And then oh, yes. Robert Pattinson finally gives him a monologue back kind of like Greek godlike. So that was very telling. And all in all, the lighthouse was actually Mount Olympus. So that was pretty yeah. cool. Um, but yeah, very interesting film. And um, at the beginning, whenever, you know, William Defoe was very like consistent about getting him to be drunk. And then mm-hmm. he finally got him drunk and they miss the, uh, the fairy that was supposed to come pick him up. I was like, Oh, he got him. And mm-hmm. I did fall for one part. I kind of turned mad myself whenever William Dafoe was chasing, uh, Robert Pattinson, um, with the ax after he destroyed the boat. Yeah. And he was like, don't leave me. Yeah. And then he was like, what are you talking about? That was you. I was so confused. I'm like, are we yes. like, am I hallucinating? So I loved how that made me feel. I felt like I was actually being manipulated into believing something else as well. Um, while we're here talking about likes, what are some other things you liked about the film? Well, obviously the visuals, but I did like how the story kept throwing me for a loop, how I really couldn't predict the next sequence. Uh, I loved the over-the-top audio, the, the booming quality oh of it, just constantly assaulting not only us as the audience, but his characters, so we could see into his mind how that stress was getting to him and breaking him down before... He had to start drinking, you know? Yeah, and the score was pretty epic, too. Like, it was certain moments about, like, it'll play into, like, the siren on the lighthouse. Mm-hmm. Like, wow! And it was like, you just want to cover your ears like it's so loud. Yeah. But, yeah, everything about this film was pretty dope. And uh, I'm looking forward to rewatching this film again. Um, is this one of your favorite horror world? It's not, I guess it can't be classified as a horror film, but is this one of your favorite films of 2019? Of 2019, yes. Of my lifetime, absolutely not. <laughs> okay. I was thinking so as well. Um, this movie is getting a lot of high praises, and a mm-hmm. lot of people are giving it perfect scores, but I wouldn't say this movie is perfect. Um, no. Like I said, like this this movie was very challenging for me. Like I'm sitting there. I was. I wouldn't say I was lost the whole time, but I was. I constantly felt myself trying to catch up with the film, trying to figure out what was happening. Mm-hmm. And the... Uh, the accents that they chose to use was very confusing. Like you really couldn't understand anything they were saying. And it felt mm-hmm. like if I did well, well, have I subtitles, but I, I get you. Yeah. I needed subtitles for this one. Uh, <laughs> they were I, that's not like, the first time I've heard that. Okay. Yeah. I was like, what the hell is going on? And I, I honestly didn't know he was calling Robert Pattinson's character dog the whole time. And mm-hmm. then whenever I saw him put the uh, dog collar on him, I kind of put two and two together. I was like, Oh, Okay kind of get it now but uh do you have um any guess of what robert Pattinson saw when he saw in the light was it kind of like him saw that it was really nothing in the end or was it something supernatural i think it was just honestly i thought he was so delirious that just finally seeing the light in general was what excited him and he was excited because he was going to touch it 
Yeah, I could see that. Because there's no wrong answer with this either. Mm-hmm. I was just confused with the point with the light with William Defoe's character up there like masturbating to the light. So I'm like, is this <sighs> like does he know, you know, uh Winslow's watching him the whole time and he's just kinda egging him on to like come up here and do it too? Or was he actually seeing something in the light? Like I really can't figure that part out. That was kind of what's confusing. Willem was already drinking kerosene too because he had that small canister up there. Mm-hmm. So I think he was just such a raging alcoholic that he was already pretty much far into the depths of insanity when like Pattinson arrived. Yeah, like he was already like, okay, I'm about to fuck with this guy and mm-hmm. pretty much forced him to uh, his last guy to kill himself. His last, what was it called? Wiki? <laughs> that was my first time hearing that word too i kept thinking about wikipedia i'm like you want to be my wiki <laughs> but uh yeah um i actually found uh i guess there's a true story based off this too not exactly but i think it's called like the flag and isle and it was like three uh wikis were waiting for a fairy to come and they like mysteriously disappeared and they really can't put two and two together and they're like pretty much saying people are making up stories just like this so that was really interesting to look up too but uh yeah if you guys uh enjoyed this uh please let me know at popcornet and uh let's talk about it but uh before we got here i want to talk to maddie about her podcast and um what she's up to for the rest of the year so what's the next things for uh holoholics anonymous well, I'm actually, I need to start working on edits for our next episode, which is a breakup episode. We talk about Fatal Attraction and 2002's May. Oh, fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we've, I, we haven't really picked everything else that we're going to do for November, but for December, we're going to do a fun little theme where it's a, we gift each other movies by each picking movies all month for the other person that the other person hasn't seen. And that has to be their film. That's a fun theme too. Um, where can the uh, listeners find your pod? You can find us on pretty much any podcast search engine. Uh, I usually just recommend Apple iTunes. Uh, you can find us on Google Play. Just search for Hallow-Holics Anonymous, and it'll pull us right up. Yeah, make sure you check out that pod. It's an awesome pod if you guys are a fan of horror and uh, everything else in that genre as well. But uh, Maddie, once again, thanks for joining me on this uh, quick Anytime. review on uh, The Lighthouse. And uh, it was fun talking to you about this movie. And uh, if you guys aren't already subscribed to the pod, make sure you subscribe and rate and review. And I'll see you guys next time. Peace. See ya.